0: Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott, and with me, I've got my two great friends, Jay Beaverton and the Irish Giant. So if you're new to the show or you are a returning listener, and this is just old news for you, I'm going to tell you what the show is about because that seems like an important thing to do. The show is literally what the title says, Beards,
1: Brews, get and Bourbons.
0: Drunk. Yep, get drunk, talk about it. Drunk history over here. That's copyright, You He's dead. that.
1: Intoxicated past things,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like I like that hashtag. Intoxicated intoxicated past things, I'll allow it. Anyway, it's off to a great start as always. So the show we do three things: we talk about beards, beard products, we review them. Sometimes we review uh, beard articles, talk about the awesomeness of owning and having a beard. We also do beer reviews, so brews, different types of beers, all that good rot, anything that's carbonated with a tang of alcohol on it. And we also do bourbon reviews. Uh, bourbon, Scotch, whiskey. It's kind of the same book for us. Uh, although today, forget I think we've rye. done bourbon and rye. And so rice, rye, yeah. And rye Tennessee is, whiskey. Not a bourbon. That's it in a nutshell. If you stay to the end of the show, we have the silent B, which is a fun part where I ask the guys like an interesting question that I spent years formulating or just pulled on my ass three seconds before the show. Either or. Usually, they're fun and entertaining, so that comes on right after the, uh, the end credits there. So without further ado, let's get this party going. Let's get this winter party going.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the balmy 75 degrees. <laughs> uh, well, for everybody else,
2: and by shout out to our Texas listeners, we, have, we had downloads in Texas, right? Yeah, we, we have quite a few in Didn't Texas. Yeah. Uh, stay warm and don't put generators in your house or sit with your in your car in the garage please cuz that's, don't, not that's
1: they can't hear us
2: they have no power well they if they they might i mean they could be tr- i don't know i'm just i'm giving them a shout out how dare you bring logic into my shout out don't bring logic logic here.
1: Well, well hopefully everybody stays safe and yes. and when you get power back and you hear this you know we're rooting okay. for you yep <laughs> go texas are you drinking already party foul
0: i can neither confirm or deny Uh, i'm having a side beer as we're doing this it's been been stressful day
1: so uh yeah Mm. it's like a hot toddy but cold beer yeah right it's like that but exactly the opposite exactly
0: so for this week we did a beer uh sorry we didn't do a beer we did a beard product review i always give the guys a sample of the product And we test it out for two weeks, three weeks, sometimes a month, depending on how fast we are. Uh, This particular product, I believe, back me up here, three weeks, three and a half weeks, maybe, we've been testing. Something
1: like that, yeah. Yeah, three. Well, for me, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, about three. No, it's
0: about, yeah, it's about three. Okay, so if you take that in consideration, we've had given it plenty of time to show its true colors. That's that's some subtle. Oh, it
1: showed its true color, all right.
0: (laughs) So what do we have? Uh, we have this is out of uh, South Korea. It is Sanye men's all in one grooming oil. So, again, it's an all in one grooming oil, which is something I've never seen before. Um, I didn't know really what to expect from it. Um, I still don't know what to expect from it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the box says it can do three types of things uh, it is a beard, shave oil, and a toner. So, it conditions and smooths your beards. It enhances close and precision shaving. Did
2: you say toner, like in like printers? It, yes. Well, that, that hydrate your skin.
0: It. Yeah. It the skin. So, yep, uh, it's like I said, all in one. You can use it to hydrate your beard, hydrate your face, and apparently help you get a, a cleaner,
1: smoother shave. You could also use it in a saute pan. <laughs> you know, helps stop food from sticking. It's all kinds of all kinds of uses.
2: Teflon, Teflon <laughs> Teflon's
0: in there. Yeah, there you go. So I guess we're just I'm just gonna open the floor. Uh who wants to go first on their thoughts on this product?
1: I'll go first. It I don't know. Like I said, uh it looked like if somebody took tang powder, reconstituted it into a liquid, but then it kind of evaporated off a little bit. So I I, I don't know. And the, the smell wasn't overly pleasing and it's just I don't know. It's just trying to be too many things. I I don't want to normally be like the guy who says like, you know, I need a beer, a beard wash and then a wax. And then, you know, all these other products. But after having tried something that's supposed to be able to do all these things at once, I don't think it did it as well as if you had used individual products, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. It was all right, but it's not as good as using individual products in a pinch. Sure. But every single day, no. So like if you're traveling and you don't want to schlep all that stuff with you, that's, you know, that's, I think a, a good use for it. But if you have, you know, your your daily routine and your regimen that you want to stick to and you want to get the best results, I would say individual products.
2: Yeah. It was, yeah. It's, it, it started out. Okay. When we first kind of, cause you, you did say that it tends to separate. I remember that. And then it didn't start that at first, but then the more it was just, it was just on my bathroom counter, it just was like, Oh, it did come to consistency of tang at that point. And it's just, it didn't, I didn't get any smell really at all. It, I didn't get any kind of, any kind of perfume or anything or any anything actually out of it at all. And it didn't moisturize
1: very well either. I mean, it yeah, if it looks just, like Tang, I wanted it to smell like Tang at least. You know? At least, yeah, at least
2: citrus, <laughs> citrus, the citrus. would Exactly. Good, yeah, yeah. It didn't have that. So it's just like, and I tried it on my skin. Yeah, I mean, it moisturized a little bit, but just not a lot at all, really. I just ended up using it on my goatee. And then I had another serum from another company that I won't mention here that I was using mm-hmm. on my after after I shaved so I'm just like yeah it's not not a, not a good product at all really I yeah I, I, like you said I tried to be too many things and filled it almost all of them yeah yeah I'll go with
0: the the jack of all trades master of none same same comment on my side uh, I will say it had a smell to me but it was like really faint and it reminded me of baby powder for some reason mm, okay was, which I don't associate with pleasantness that's just kind of a uh first so
1: well honestly. then then you have never baby powdered your balls then sir because it's magical that would be correct i have not there well not for your a... birthday I'll, for your birthday i'll get you some nice lilac baby powder will change <laughs> your world <laughs>
2: touch of lilac
1: the touch of, yeah the peaty mossy aroma to <laughs> so the touch oh, of, really. of lilac <laughs>
0: yeah i'll I'll agree with the it didn't hydrate very well my, my beard feels a little dry honestly I, I stuck through it though like I, I kept reaching for my oils and I'm like, no, no. Review the product.
2: Yeah, you know? it, just, so. it just didn't, like I said, that first day I, I tried it, it didn't, it actually, conge- after I shook it up, it congealed back into its normal form. But after that, it just, it just gave up.
0: Yeah, I, I shook so. it every time, but it still didn't help it any at all. Just all the, I guess, the oil product just, uh, rose to the top. Yeah, yeah. Mm. anyway, uh, I did use it for, not just for the moisturizer, I did use it to um, try to enhance my shave. And I will say, it. I think it did work a little bit. Um, okay. I put on before I shaved, and then I got some uh, shaving cream, you know, and foamed it up and ran it on there. And it, mm. it felt like it was a little smoother. I don't know if it was an appreciable, uh, appreciable difference, but it did feel a yeah. little smoother.
2: I mean, any kind of, I think any kind of liquid that you use that helps to shave kind of does give, – gives it more glide.
0: Overall, not a great product. Uh, probably wouldn't recommend it, honestly.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's better I'm, than nothing. I'm, I'm surprised we spent this much time talking about it actually. It's a
2: big beard down for me. Beard down, thumbs down,
1: thumbs down, down. 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 thumbs down. You having a stroke over there? What are you saying? Yes. I'm having a (laughs) stroke. It's probably from using that product. Yeah.
0: So, not not a high recommendation for any of us. Uh, If you find it, you give give it a whirl if you like it.
1: Um, Uh, It'll be in the the 75% off area of the store.
0: There we are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to something else. Uh, let's see. We are in winter. We are in the dead of winter right now. And we're having eh. that, as we mentioned earlier, uh, it's like what? I think outside right now it's like 18F. <sighs> so it's, it's, uh, it's cold everywhere in the United States, but Florida, which just cracks
1: me up. Just... It's, hey, it's, it's, it's 63 here, man. Leave us alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although we are supposed to have a record high tomorrow of like 85.
1: Oh yeah! Right now, it's I'm looking at the Weather Channel. Right now, it's at 88, high of 88, low of 70, with a 20 percent chance of rain.
2: But the warm front's supposed to go away. We're supposed to get cold Friday.
1: Cold, yeah. <laughs> high cold. of 70, high of 75, low of 48 for Friday.
0: That's yeah, cold. Yeah. That's coldish. 48 is cold for here. All right, for today's review of beers, we have Sam Adams Cold Snap White Ale. This is from Boston Brewing Company, which I always say is Sam Adams because that's how they advertise. Um, but then, did they buy someone recently? Didn't they purchase?
2: Uh, I don't know. Dogfish I, Head. No. Else? Oh, they're merging with Dogfish Head. Really? Yes. yes. Oh wow. It's not going to be uh Sam didn't buy them, but they but they just they're they're going to merge. Uh, although it's I think the COVID's kind of put a damper on that, but they are eventually going to merge together and become one company. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But this, uh, it's not an uh, uh, an old beer. It's not one of their staples. Actually, it's not that it's a few years old because it's kind of Sam Adams has their kind of rotating. They'll do the Oktoberfest. They'll do winter ale. And then they'll kind of skip it and go into the spring ale. But they'll do like other IPAs. This came about a few years ago. And originally wasn't a wheat beer. I remember this as being a gold ale, I believe. Cause like there are other pictures I found online of it saying like golden, golden ale. I'm like, okay, that's not what I have in front of me. Uh, so I, I apparently they changed the recipe as they do. Cause I mean, sometimes it, it won't hit quite right or it won't sell as well. So they'll change it. So It looks like they changed it to a wheat beer, which is kind of reminiscent of a whole garden. I'll say like a light wheat beer. Uh, it's about 5.3 ABV. Uh, beer advocate gives it about 79, which is an okay score. Especially for a big, larger beer company, they usually you don't get the best scores from uh, from uh, tasters. Pretty low uh, IBUs. I wouldn't expect much in the IBU department. Yeah, no. Weed. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't be that high. Uh, it's, it should be fairly. Again, it should have a pretty bright consistency, a very quote-unquote snappy taste. It should be very. Shouldn't linger too long. The
1: it's coming at you. It's come, coming in at uh coming in at 10 IBUs. That'll add really low.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's basically It's just a it's just a kind of their this is kind of their transition between their winter ale and their spring ale. Okay. I do
0: notice it has uh different spices and whatnot,
2: which is mm, little, yeah. I mean like a,
0: well, I guess Hogarten
2: doesn't no, they don't have spices, I don't believe. Well, Hogarten Hogarden may be a little, yeah, a little less spiciness. It's basically the same thing. It's, I'm looking at the color. I have poured it. It is about the same color, like a very, very pale.
1: Yeah, it's it's trying to be a Hefeweizen, I think. I mean, which is German for wheat beer. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The color makes me want to put an orange in it because I don't know. That's how I drink the
2: Hogarts for whatever reason. Hogarten. Hogarten, your Tukers. Tukers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Getting some mm-hmm. banana on yeah. some clove on the nose. Lots of clove Bana- on the
1: nose. Banana for sure.
2: Very fast, not a lot of mouthfeel, kind of lingers a little bit. The clove hits the sides in the mouth. It's sweeter than I was expecting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the I get the clove, but if I didn't know like that, I was supposed to be looking for it, I don't even know if I'd pick up on that. But yeah, I, I get bananas. It's yeah, it's like it's like drinking an un an unfiltered hefeweiss. And this one's unfiltered, isn't it?
2: Uh it doesn't say that. It just says white ale wheat beer. It might, I think it's I think it is filtered. I would want I to say it's filtered. Oh,
1: no, 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 it's unfiltered. Yeah, oh, it's it is on the back. Yeah, on the back of the bottle, yeah, it is unfiltered.
0: Bright and lively. Mm. Don't get vanilla at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's no vanilla. But then again, I don't usually get a lot of vanilla from Hefts. I usually get the clove and the banana usually. Yeah. Some citrus. But then again, that comes from the because I, I also started drinking wheats, because wheat was my original starter. And I would usually start with
1: the orange no, I was going to say, I, I will say, because mine's been sitting out about 20 minutes, so it's not ice cold. And I think that's I think that's opening it up a little bit, because mm-hmm. the flavors are already so dialed back. Like, if you drank this, like, ice cold out of the refrigerator, I don't really even think half the flavor would really come through.
2: Which is kind of odd with the name being Cold Snap, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but going back to the orange thing, originally oranges weren't supposed to be in hefts because... Sometimes if the if the batch wasn't like done right, they would still serve it, but they would put an orange in it to hide the kind of the mistakes they made in brewing it. Yeah. So whenever you see you know, saw an orange, like oh, so would you do this beer? I mean, it's still good beer, but it's just <laughs> not what they wanted exactly to be taste wise. So they put an orange in it just to cover it up a little bit. But that's such bars a lot. Yeah, yeah. bars, and especially with the advent of Blue Moon and Shock Top. People are like, oh, just throw an orange in there. That's what they say, right? And I'm like, those are not the best examples. But you
0: know. <laughs> no, those are those are are not great examples. I, yes, I've had my fair share. You know, actually, I stopped. Not that like, they taste bad per se. Not that they're great examples. No, no, no. but I stopped because they're 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 not craft beer. They're just straight up. Anheuser embev and Miller
2: Coors. Miller Coors, yeah. And Miller Coors is Blue Moon, and Shock Top is uh, Anheuser Bush. Yeah, which means they're taking space away from smaller guys who could have something awesome on the shelf. Yep, that's the big uh, I could do a whole podcast on that con, <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, uh, I won't, I won't, not, I won't, mean,
0: not how you really I, feel there.
2: <laughs> I could tell you <laughs> working in the industry as long as I have, I'm just like, yeah, you guys are trying to edge out all the little guys, especially if, oh my god, the cooler space wars, geez, just a uh just seeing those guys come in and like well let me just move this guy's product over a tad over here oh well oh this my product got moved well, let me move this guy over here uh, and every time they would come in oh it was fun like i said i could do a whole, i could do an entire hour and a half two hours just on that but yeah maybe that'll be
0: our uh our patron special or mm. once in a month or uh yeah. ama you i will come yeah. in
2: yeah send questions in and i'll gladly tell you my opinions about the current state of retail craft beer <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a nice little beer. Um, you, the mouth feel it feels okay. It's it's maybe a little watery. The carbonation's pretty good. I think it's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Not not overly or heavily
2: carbonated. Um, it's yeah, really they,
0: short finish though.
2: Yeah, Boston. Yeah, it is really short finish. But but Boston they they know what they're doing with the beer. They they know what they want to make when they make a batch of beer. They is we want to do this. We want to taste like and this is what we want to finish so. Yeah, it's a nice little uh, sipper for if you're stuck inside, walled in by ice. <laughs> or snow, or sleet, or other
0: miserable mm. things. Or viruses. Any uh, closing thoughts there, Peter?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's all, it's all been said. All right. I, I concur. Well, i drink it. it. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I think this is something like it's funny, but you know, it's it's the cold snap, but I would actually drink that on a nice hot day. Right.
2: Yeah. It's, you could actually, if you, and depending on how your spring goes, because like I know in Florida, you could enjoy it while it's like balmy outside. So, yeah. Make it
1: so.
0: Well, I think that's going to do the, the bruise portion of the reviews and the show. Let's, uh, let's tap dance across ice. Uh, that's not So good.
2: Skate, Let's, skate, I'll skate across the ice.
0: There we are. Let's skate on. Skate on down to our next segment. Bourbon, my favorite part of the show. Alrighty. Uh, tonight we have. I'm excited for this guy. This is 1792's foolproof. So it is a. What the hell is foolproof even mean?
2: <laughs> I actually I looked this up, because I was curious. Uh, according to Google, foolproof bourbon is a limited edition express. Expression, expression from Barton, seventeen ninety two, that was originally released in May twenty sixteen as an attempt to create a high rye bourbon with a more rich, robust flavor profile. The mash bill has not been disclosed, but numerous sources indicate that this bourbon is made from a mash of at least fifteen percent rye. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. It says 70 75 percent
0: corn, fifteen or so rye, and uh, ten barley. Probably, I assume multi mm-hmm. barley. Yeah, so full proof. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be high ABV. This particular bad boy, I believe, clocks in at 125 proof or 62.5% alcohol by volume. Uh this is kind of the new hotness. I guess, well, I guess since 2016, but it's at least in all the bourbon channels I follow, uh, there's a lot of talk on just high octane, high, high high-proof bourbons. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because we had, you know, 60, 70 years of Eighty percent, eighty-five percent. Sorry, proof, not percent. Eighty-five right. proof. Really, I mean, it's, it makes it more smooth and drinkable, I suppose, because there's more water in there. But this is kind of fun because you can. It's like choose your own adventure. You know, you can put ice in it, you can put more water in it, you can you can dilute it to your heart's content, or not, or drink it. You know, uh, foolproof. Ha ha. There we are. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is Barton, 1792s so It's owned by Sazerac, because what other good bourbons aren't owned by Sazerac lately? Uh, it's not, it's a NAS. So it's a nudge. A, blah, blah, blah. It is a, it is a non age specific, meaning it doesn't have a age listed, but it comes in, you know, eight and a half, nine, ten, 10, somewhere around there.
1: Mine has been sitting out, uh, airing out for 45 minutes or so at least. And it's still just powerful.
2: Getting it like a heavy caramel boozy nose.
1: On this one, yeah, like I, like I was saying before, I get I get brown sugar, and I get banana, mm-hmm. and and of course just smoky smokiness, but, really uh, smokiness, yeah, or maybe like a peat kind of yeah, but I think it's I think I get like a smokiness from it yeah,
0: I'm like I said I'm not getting a ton of stuff on the nose, maybe I'm
2: definitely getting I'm definitely getting the sweetness he was talking about but yeah just a it just I can like the sweetness and then the the definitely the boozy. The booziness comes through a lot. All right. And it is a really, really
1: pretty
0: kind of a I don't know, golden
2: Auburn. color.
0: Auburn. Yeah, that's a term I was gonna use. Was like, is Auburn the right term? But bucket. I guess almost it looks is.
1: like a shape. It almost looks like a shapeshifter, like a changeling, but you know, obviously. It does, viscosity. you're right. Like Odo. Odo's in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's for you. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's... gonna need a... Ooh. That's a need a piece of ice.
2: <laughs> okay definitely get the wow. burn first but the caramel is coming through i'm getting a lot of ca- a lot of sweetness on the tongue
1: Gregory's has his microphone too. because he's,
2: oh, he's joking
0: yeah i was yeah. there a lot of sugar got a lot of sweetness <clears throat> but not cloying like a really nice sweetness on it
2: no it's not it is really nice yeah <laughs> once you get past the the burn factor it does settle it settles on the tongue very nicely but yeah, I would definitely need if I'm gonna sip this, I would need a piece of ice. Yeah, right. it's like coating my tongue.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, I'm gonna go grab a piece of ice. Yeah,
2: definitely want to mix if you if, if you want to do this straight, uh, more power to you. But yeah, I would need some like branch water or ice for, for this one. I'm gonna drink it straight. It's still good. I mean, I'm not saying it's, not, it's it is good because I mean, I, I hear the same things that you do about people loving this, too. And I remember seeing the bottle when I worked at the Retail side of it, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like a bourbon bottle. It had that gold top to it. And I'm like, oh, who are these posers? But then <laughs> I just kept seeing people are like, this is a really good bourbon. You should try it. And I'm like, I think this is the first time I'm actually trying it. And I can see what the hype is because it is that overproof, heavy, sugary. Because some guys really like that. They want that kind of bourbon punch to the face. You know, when they drink.
0: That was definitely a punch to the face in a
2: good way. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make a whole line of. Now I'm getting like a strange kind of. They do, like a weird like Novocaine-ish feel. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) that's probably the high alcohol, bro. It's kind of making my mouth numb. Yeah, Mm, yeah, it's numbing my tongue a little bit. Well, that's why you know you can drink it straight because the next sip will uh, just be perfect. going you need that cold snap to snap.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what I just thought? Like the snap. Gregory Scott, like, do you have any any ice or snow outside where you're at, and you can put it in there, and then it could be like artisanal artisanal <laughs> you know handcrafted in virginia
0: uh no we don't have any snow in the ground yet it's multiple oh. but uh my brother my brother 12 in 12 Na-
1: hours it's oh true. yeah yeah, have yeah my brother in nashville had icicles hanging off of his car yeah which apparently is, totally is unusual everywhere. for it, for nashville All right, so i i threw a quarter yeah one quarter of an ice cube into into mine and i'm letting it uh letting it melt and do its thing beaverton did you throw any ice into yours
2: no i'm still i'm keeping it uh because i only poured a little bit of it but i'm definitely gonna if i when i use the rest of it i'm gonna definitely put some ice okay yeah
1: it it, for me at least on the nose it it brings out the the um the brown sugar more and uh and the banana that i was picking up is it comes out a little bit more and i think i think it also just made me it's bitch because it's (laughs) Trying definitely. to kick me out of the trying to kick me out of the room, saying I can't stay over. I can't stay over tonight.
0: I'm definitely getting more of the uh, the the oak and the, the woody after uh, second third sip now. I believe mm-hmm. my and it, you are right. Get some. Uh, my lips are a little tingly just because the mm-hmm. they're kind of numb. Good. Uh,
1: if you ever, right. <laughs> you ever need to pull yeah,
2: a, a tooth, right? need to pull? Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. Let's see. We we make our own bourbon. We call it the the old dentist blend. There they are. Pull the teeth or make you go blind. Yeah.
2: Very interesting. But yeah, definitely a lot, a lot more sugar than I expected. I'm more like, like I sort said, of that sweetness you're talking about, that brown sugar. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, definitely good. Definitely worth the price, which would, that's a good segue. What was the price on this one?
0: So this is a, well, it's a limited edition. I say limited edition, it's uh, allocated. So oh. number of bottles go per store. So I was able to pick up. One per person in Virginia. Uh, hmm. so this bad boy in Virginia runs about 48 bucks, which is okay. about typical across the, the country. I wish they made more of it, made it more accessible, because uh, for 48, 50 bucks, I would probably buy it. Like it would be like fully stocked in the cabinet every time. You know, yeah. At least for me, I think it's it's pretty spot on.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing about 51.99 taking the spotlight. But yeah, this is definitely something that if you could find it, not behind a counter, definitely pick it up.
0: Yeah, it's a good segue, a good rant. I really, I, I don't like the behind-the-counter stuff. Like, if you have something, yeah. put it on the shelf. You know, I get yeah. you own the company and you own the store, so you should you should pull the stuff out for you and your friends. But like, don't be like, oh, what's your name? Oh, I don't, I don't got a for here. I mean,
2: yeah, at least put it. If you're gonna have it behind the counter, at least have it in a display case where people can at least see it. <laughs> but no, no, yeah, like I said, it's just their store. They 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 run the the gauntlet or whatever they want to do. Yeah.
0: Man, that's that's a good burn. That's a still burn on its way down. Yeah.
2: Warmth. 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 What you need for these cold uh, cold nights. Yeah. Keep you warm, guys. All
0: righty. I think it's going to do it for the bourbons portion of the show. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for the entirety of the show. Any closing thoughts? Gentlemen.
2: Good beer, good bourbon, good times. Good times. Bad,
0: bad beard product, though. So,
2: Mm.
0: Or subpar. I won't say it's bad. You notice how I didn't mention
1: it. (laughs) Great.
0: Thanks, Greg, for rubbing my nose in
1: it. No problem. (laughs) I rubbed my Uh, beard. If you you did, it's not like you would smell anything. So, you know, it's okay. Yeah, that's
0: true. All right, guys. If you enjoy the show and you want to follow us on the social medias, we do have all of those, or some of those, I should say. We are on Facebook. You can look us up at BBB Podcast. Or you can look at Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. We do have a website. It is bbbpodcast.net. And the email to reach us is hosts at bbbpodcast.net. And if you enjoyed the show, we are on Patreon. You can send your support that way. It is uh, Beards, Brews, and Bourbon on Patreon. And we have some kind of Twitter thing. What's
2: that, Jim? That is at the, the bourbon beards. That's right
0: and if you want to reach out to us those are all great ways of doing that we are on all of the different podcast services so we are on the apples the googles the alexas you can find us anywhere yep. anywhere that you listen to podcasts all right guys stay warm stay safe listen to our show <laughs> this is greg scott with me i got the two good friends
2: uh the toasty jb Beaverton, and the toasty irish giant
0: Thanks for listening to the, the credits and the music there. I hope you had a hip little time with the beats. Uh, this is the part of the show, which I consider outside the show. So we have this the, the three Bs, you know, Beards, versus Bourbons, which are kind of like what the show entails. The silent B is the part that doesn't bit into that. It's also, we get a little, little spicy on the swearing. So small ears should, you know, maybe mute or turn off. That being said, it's usually a fun little trip down memory lane or into the future. Sometimes we, I don't know, predict when things will end or start. I'm just rambling here, so I'm just going to turn over the floor to Jim. Jim, what's ours?
2: (laughs) I'm so glad you asked, Greg. Well, it's been, of course, uh, if you listen to the whole show, we did uh, cold snap, which were segues pretty well into this uh, segment because we're all experiencing a cold snap, unless you live in Florida, like me and Irish Giant, where it's Cloudy, it looks like another day outside, but you walk outside, it's humid. But the rest of the country is experiencing a, a, an enormous polar vortex, what do you call it? I don't know if it's El Nino. Yeah, El Nino from the
0: Aztec. No, the Aztec. <laughs> the Aztecs. <laughs>
2: from the Arctic. Wow. Revenge. The Aztecs. No, uh, this is Eskimo revenge, actually, it would be. But yeah, the, the country's experiencing a huge cold. Just a huge cold effects, cold snap, basically. You wanted to say cold snap, didn't you? I did. I was. I was trying to like cold, arctic blast, effect, arctic blast, arctic, arctic Arctic. arctic Yeah, dial
1: anyway. down the drink in
2: there, Jim. Yeah, right. That takes one to know on there, Gregory. Anyway, uh, but uh, being on social media is as much as I am. People deal with it in certain ways. Like, oh, it's. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the meme. Maybe that uh, it's the map of the country. And it's a picture of Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. And it's got his text on the bottom. Sub Zero wins. No, I haven't seen that. But that's, that's, that's that. clever. No. It is because people, oh, I'm into retrogramming, so I've seen that. But maybe think about like there's a lot of media that has ice and snow and winter in it. I mean, Game of Thrones obviously had a big winter component. But like uh going back to video games, especially, that's I I picked the video game, but like what's your favorite video game level or maybe the entire video game that Focuses on ice or snow or winter, or it could be a movie. Uh, there's a specific, I'm sure there's a specific Star Wars movie that someone here would mention, or like a TV show that has again back to Game of Thrones, it has an ice component. It was all about ice. There was a movie called Snowpiercer a few years ago about a train that moves through the Arctic or of like a post-apocalyptic ice world or something. You bastard. That's what I was gonna use. Uh that uh- one really? <laughs> Yeah, I like Snowpiercer. I
0: think it's awesome.
2: You know, I've never seen it. I, I never heard it's of on it. My list, it's on my list. I mean, Chris Evans is in it. It's on my list of things to to watch. I just never got into it. Well, I would talk about it and sell it upon you then. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I went the video game route because I'm a huge retro gamer. I love video games. I mean, I originally thought I was going to do Legend of Zelda, but they only have like an Ice Temple in Link to the Past, and like the other like Final Fantasy games that have that too. But I was going to go with the super mario brothers three uh th- level number six which is their ice level it's a pretty hard level because like you think of like super mario platforming but you're sliding along and you have to jump over these like the creatures that live in the ice uh plus you've got like front plants that are like throwing like looks like spiky balls at you plus you've got like lack of two throwing the uh like the, the spiny things on the ice, and they're sliding along after you. So it's pretty difficult to get through. Pushes like ice cave things as well, too. And then I remember this one thing as a kid, uh, they froze the piranha plants, or like these little chompers. They are like these black things that just, you couldn't kill them. But if you're Fire Mario, which you had to be sometimes to get through the level, if you unfroze the wrong thing, the piranha plants would come alive and eat you. <laughs> so... So, yeah, and then they had these, like, these crazy blocks that would, you had, you, like, like, ice blocks that you could grab and throw, uh, but they would melt after a while, so you had to throw them fast, and then you had to, use, like, there's one level where, I remember, you were in an ice cave, and you had to get the, the raccoon tail, and then grab a, a turtle shell and fly up, and then bust these ice blocks along with these proto plants to get to the pipe to the level, and if you didn't do it right, the time would go up, you'd run out of time, and you'd die. Just it was just a, it was a fun level though. Just that would be my kind of like my, my ice level. Or I I use memes sometimes too. It's like it's like time, like life in America is like and it'll be a picture of Mario um in the ice level. So yeah, that would be my uh, my pick for like uh, what's your what do you think of for like wintertime snow slash like something from your childhood or show or whatever. But yeah, be my like two Mario Bros. Three the ice level 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 six
0: well so i do like uh snow as jim says here uh is i think it's a great movie it's got chris evans it's got the director the korean director from parasite i believe mm. super famous what is the movie about i don't know it's uh the train, the train is,
2: well the train's going through like is it a post-apocalyptic world right and they live on the train yeah yep
0: post-apocalyptic everything's a frozen wasteland outside the train still runs for some you know reasons uh as it's a it's a story about you know classism you know class warfare and mm. how the poor get you know crapped on or eating bugs and stuff uh, that's something that the protein is yum yum and the rich you know drink their booze and eat their you know i don't know polar bear or whatever they eat and hmm. how uh the poor people rise up and take over the drain it's, uh wow. it's, it's a it's an interesting flick it's um suspenseful you know action-packed not american style so it's kind of nice that a, little, a little something different huh, not-
2: yeah, like it's on my list of things to watch. I just never got into it, but I heard it did. So it's on Netflix, right? Yes, it is on Netflix. It did so well. I think they're making an actual series based on it. That's what I've heard too. Which uh, doesn't yeah. excite me, honestly. Like maybe it is. I don't
0: know. Did you ever watch? Sorry, kind of a segue. You've seen Dust Till Dawn, right? The Tarantino yeah. movie.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, they did that, that TV series. Yeah. They turned into
0: a TV series, and it was bad. It was so bad. It's just like here's the movie, okay now we're going to make it 12 episodes oh new stuff no no just we're going to rehash the movie in the, in the 12 hours
2: mm-hmm. oh my god i'm so bored so well i think they i think they they're having sean bean again from game of thrones he was uh, ned stark yeah i think he's going to be in it okay. like one of the main characters so it could be good you never know
0: well <laughs> sean bean's main contribution uh besides being boomer, uh is he dies in every film and they love watching him die So. <laughs> you got True. Goldeneye. You've got uh, Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, there's probably a half of the dozen in there where he dies. So. Yeah. And as we're waiting for Peter, I'm gonna toss in a second one because it's my show and I can toss in extra things that I want. So you're talking about winter video games. Uh, there's this really awesome. It's a real-time strategy game called Frostpunk, mm. and it's it's Victorian-era steampunk, and you know, the, the world's frozen over, and you basically have to set up a, a base uh, in this frozen tundra or whatever. And you have to keep everyone warm. So you have resources, you have peoples, you have to keep, you know, fires. Um, and then these like huge winter events come and like freeze all your people out and they die. And it's a, it's a, really, it's a really neat, it's, if you like steampunk and you like RTS, it's a really awesome survival type RTS. Um where you're basically turtling in. So which means you you're not really attacking things, you're just like right building structures
2: and trying to wait for you know let's wait out. What them. what does RTS stand for? Real-time strategy. Thank you. Okay. Just yeah. to just to let everybody else know.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. Acronyms are horrible if, if we're doing them, call us out on them. They're they're bad. They're uh FUBU. No, no, FUBU. Uh FUBAR. Fubar. There we are. All right, Peter. Tough. What do we got for me, buddy? Or for Jim, since he's it, this is his silent B
1: oh yeah so mine um i was going to go with one of the mario levels too but I, i decided actually uh i love mario kart um so i was going with the uh the sherbert land um so originally it was on um mario kart double dash back in 2003 and then they ported it to the mario kart 8 um so it's it's just it's got a little bit of everything it's got curves it's got ice it's got some water it's got those goddamn penguins that come after (laughs) you um shy guys uh not the shy guys yeah it's got some shy guys who like to skate around and stuff like that um and it's just it's a fun little course It's not overly difficult but um yeah it's it's a fun little course there's there are some other little creatures in there i don't even know what they're called they're like little obstacles they're basically like they look like icy jack-o'-lantern basically Hmm. um and and there are cracks in the ice that you can drop through and if you fall through the ice there's like a second it's like it's basically like another way to get through the course um it's kind of like an underground um like underground tunnel basically that's that's when you fall through the ice so it's it's pretty it's a pretty fun little little level
0: nice is that like uh, a optimal way that you want to fall down or like you you goof up and then
1: i have have not noticed i haven't noticed any big difference from what i remember the last time i played i think when you fall under the ice there are little like little accelerator ramps that help you catch up but um other than i'm not one of the i love mario kart but i'm not one of the people who like have all of the cheats memorized and know all the shortcuts i don't actually know any of them so there may be a better way to play that level that i don't know about i just play it you know without treating or anything like that i like the
2: ice cream uh the sherbet aspect well it's not sherbet's not really ice cream but i like the 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 food reference in there too because again it's mario kart so it's going to be very colorful so yeah no it's nice i like that I, never, I don't think i've ever played that level before that i can think that i can remember yeah i'm not a i haven't played a lot of mario kart i tend to lose pretty hard so i don't seek it but uh it's it's fun I, I yeah it's definitely it fun to, it's definitely fun to play uh I'm just really surprised you didn't go with uh, Empire Strikes Back with the uh, Hoth.
0: Yeah, you, you'd think I would have gone Hoth
2: with uh, Tauntauns and everything, but I'm steering
0: clear of Star Wars. That's the, that's the low road, the easy road. The low road. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Hoth, well, like Colt. God, that's bad. As a family guy I joke, I can't include credit for that. Uh, don't worry, he stole it from someone else. because I'm that's sure funny. he did, because how did. it works.
0: All right. Anything else we want to add before we close up the shop?
2: No, stay warm uh, out there uh, everywhere but Florida uh, and maybe lower California. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, they don't count.
0: (laughs) So I guess Sub-Zero really didn't win, though, because Florida is still,
1: you know. Get over here. Oh, wait, no, that's that's Scorpion. That's Scorpion, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he, well, victory-wise, like, it's 80% covered, so it's, like, because, like, looking at that map, uh, it was just, like, the whole center of the country was just blue, and, like, the edges, only the edges in, like, the south was, like, still, like, orange, but then there there was that joke about uh that the whole nation has become a microwave burrito, it's still, it's, like, hot on the outside and cold on the inside. Uh, well, that's because you
1: have, that's because you have to, like, you know, do it at 50% power. For like a minute and then warm it up. You gotta right. you gotta be gradually. Well, people don't it, you understand
2: know. that. People just like let's just nuke it and see what happens. No, you have yeah. to like have to let the microwave turn, let the burrito get the, or the hot pocket, let let it get it, let it turn around in the microwave, let it get nice and hot, and then and eat it. Yeah. Imagine that as a job. Like, what do you do for a living? I test
0: out microwavable food to so find the optimal way of heating it. That'd be interesting.
1: It sounds, sounds like a horrible. research job.
0: Yeah, it does. It sounds because then someone has to eat it. I'm, like, mm. yeah. I'm I'm one of those assholes who just shoves it in there. Three minutes on this, and two minutes on that. My like, yeah, five minutes, good go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pro, pull pull yeah. back uh, film halfway through. Rotate ninety degree. Like, fuck that shit now.
0: Yeah,
1: no. yeah. Heat it till till the outer ring is boiling hot, and the center is an ice cube. And then you break up the ice cube and you use that to cool the boiling hot outer ring. And then that's it. And then you're done. Then you're done. Mix it all together. I went to culinary school folks and that that's it. (laughs) And that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. (laughs) All right,
0: guys, I think that's going to do it for our show. Uh, This is Beards Brews and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott. And with me, I've got the two greatest co-hosts in the world. Who do I got with me guys?
1: Jay Beaverton and the Irish giant.